Hello and welcome to Unclassical. It's just Marsha on my own because, yes, I took the decision to split this week's episode in half. So I won't go on for too long as I'm all on my lonesome for this bit. But, yeah, we are picking up where we left with Katie ranting about the boys kicking Mina out of the fucking club and her not even being allowed to attend meetings anymore, even though she's obviously the most intelligent person there. Um, Anyway, I will let Katie pick it up. Thanks. Ran over. Mm. I was very angry and disappointed. And angry on Mina's behalf and mm. for her lack of esteem. Yes. And caring about the bloody audacity of the man. <laughs> Do you that reel I sent you the other day? And they were like, so if men don't have like wombs or a uterus, what is there in that space? Like, all, are all the organs bigger or anything? And then someone like um, spliced it and like followed on the reel, like, oh, I'm actually an expert in anatomy. And so I'm going to like take you through the kind of male anatomy here. So here is where the uterus would really be. And there is actually a space, and that's where they keep all the fucking audacity. And that's what they've got. <laughs> yeah. That's what they got right in there when they kicked Mina out. Mm-hmm. So angry. Let me pull from my <clears throat> inner pool of audacity. Oh, fuck off, Mina. Oh, fuck off, Mina. <laughs> so rude. So that night, the big, burly, not at all fragile, strong, courageous, yeah. willful, clever, organised, amazing, sexy, wonderful boys prepared to head out the door. Fucking hell, right. Before they head out, though, an urgent message from Renfield asking to see Dr. Seward comes through. So naturally, the whole gang heads down to his Who room. Who is he sending messages via? So there are, like, other work... It's not just Dr. Seward in the, in the asylum. I know, but I just feel like he's an inmate, he's a patient... Okay, maybe Marsha shouldn't be in charge of, like, human rights. <laughs> I ain't listening to you. <laughs> like, I've got shit to do. What, like, walk up and down the corridor? Yeah. <laughs> or take a nap in the corner? Yeah. yeah. Look at the fucking doctor. He's literally in the next room over. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but the whole fucking gang head down, which I think is kind of like, also it's like, uh, patient Again, safeguarding, conf- yeah. And also, patient confidentiality. I want yeah. to talk to my doctor. Literally. <laughs> and I'm like, no, my mates want to listen in. Well, I've right. got some piles. <laughs> I need a cream. I need you to look at my bum. <laughs> <laughs> Would you look at my bum? <laughs> Without your fucking mate? Are you a doctor or aren't you? Not that kind of doctor. <laughs> Well, he's captive in an asylum. He's like, surely you're my primary caregiver, so I'm going to flag it with someone. Fair. Someone Um, look at my arse, if not you, someone else. (laughs) Sorry, just the silence. Not you, Quincy. (laughs) Just the silence. Will someone please take a look at my (laughs) arse? All right, all right, all right. Anyway, um, we found him in a state of considerable excitement. Maybe someone was getting his arse out. Um, But far more rational in his speech and manner than I'd ever seen him. There was an unusual understanding of himself, which was unlike anything I, I have ever met with any lunatic. And he um, took me uh, took it for granted that his reasons would prevail with others entirely sane. Um, we all four went into the room, but none of the others at first said anything. His request was that I would at once release him from the asylum and send him home. This he backed up with arguments regarding his complete recovery and adduced his own existing sanity. I appeal to your friends, he said. They will perhaps not mind sitting in judgment on my case by the way you haven't introduced me oh so 
And Dr. Suet goes around, introduces him, and he says, like, a nice hello to each of them, like, introduces him. I like, thought the doctor should have led with that. Not just all these strange men in your room. Yeah, fully. Yeah. Rude. Um, so, yeah, polite. Um, he, seeming, he seemingly sanely asks to be released at once without any delay and cordially introduces himself to each of the men. Um, he definitely seems very sane. Uh, thankfully, Dr. Seward doesn't let up on procedure and says... Yes, you seem much better, and I will take your request into account, and all, and you know, all being well will begin the process. But no, you cannot leave tonight. No, that's that's um, not a thing, Bobby boy. His mates are all like, "Oh my god, I would totally have let him go." He seems insane. And oh, Dr. this Seward, is why you're not in charge of people. Well, yeah, you think Doctor Doctor Seward would say this? Um, like he acts insane for five minutes, and you want to let him go? He ain't flies and spiders yesterday. <laughs> yeah, flies and spiders. <laughs> he knocked them back. Surely that's what his reaction should be, no? Yeah, yeah. obviously not. Like, oh, my mates say it. I don't know that I agree with you. If that man had been um, an ordinary lunatic, I would have taken my chance of trusting him. But he seems so mixed up with the count in an indexy kind of way that I'm afraid of doing anything wrong by helping his fads. It's indexy kind of way. In, oh, that's the word they, that's the word Stoker chose to use. That's <laughs> the um, one I chose to read, right. Okay. Well, Stoker chose to write it. Take it, your argument up with him. Oh, we will. Oh, wait, you can't. He's dead. Um, <laughs> They're making an index so, together. So he would have taken... He would have been like, yeah, sure, off you go, mate, if he hadn't been involved with Dracula. Dude. Spiders and flies. Spiders and flies. Flies and spiders. He gulped them. <laughs> he chilled. was like, hey, right, tis <laughs> Let me just knock this back. Yeah, and it's just, like, not a fucking big deal for him. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, if he wasn't he, in the horse he with said, Dracula. He said, good afternoon to your mates. And now you're like, oh, <laughs> He's so polite. He's so polite. He said some really nice, like, thoughtful things, like, to little Godman. He was like, I had the pleasure of meeting your father. I'm sorry, you know, that, that must mean he's passed on if you now have uh, this name. My condolences to you, my friend. Like, he speaks very nicely and everything. And you're like, How oh. did he get a chance to meet Artie's father? He wasn't, he wasn't born in the asylum. He had a life and stuff going on before. I just find it weird that he's connected to all these people. How small is this fucking town? <laughs> It's London. I don't think he like knew his father. I think like he was Lord Godalming. Yeah, yeah. He probably like you know was sort of like you know how people like have met Prince Philip and like oh he I bowed to him once when he came to visit the scullery. The scullery. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what people do. I don't know. I don't care about posh people. I don't know where posh people visit. (laughs) Isn't a scullery like something to do with the kitchen? Is that not what they do? So like on Boxing Day, they come down and like smile at the servants. <laughs> when Prince Philip, you know, blessed us by coming down to what? the scullery to see the help. Sorry, is that not what they do? <laughs> it's not what posh people do. I don't know. Maybe there is. I don't it know. seems like that. I, I mean, bet people have met him at a Boxing Day hunt. Mm. Large sigh. Large, large sigh. My friend was saying that she would go to a Boxing Day hunt, and I was like, "What?" She's really like anti hunting, and she was like, "Well, everyone's there. You'd have a drink, and then I'd have to like distance my mind from what was going to happen next and leave." <laughs> so she's going to the fucking pub. Just go to the pub or put arsenic in their drinks. Like, how do you like it? <laughs> yeah, fucking assholes. Anyway. Bastards. Anyway, after that, they head next door. Oh, sorry. Uh, on hearing that um, he won't be released, Renfield becomes instantly hysterical, screaming that he must let him go, must let him leave immediately. And they're like, and that's why we said no. Yeah, exactly. Crazy says what? <laughs> yeah, fully. Um, so they're like, bye, good night, good night. Mm. Um, <laughs> so Sleep well. Bye. 
So after that, they head next door. Um, they get in as Dr. Seward has a skeleton key for all of the rooms in his asylum, obviously. Mm. Um, and it fits the door next door. That's not okay. That is a safeguarding issue because then the key for next door also fits every key in the asylum. So what's the point of the doors having locks? What's the point of fucking anything? Victorians in London sort shit out. This is why graves kept getting nicked. This is why... It's still babies. Did they still babies? I don't know, but they could. Well, they didn't. They shoved them up fucking chimneys. (laughs) Make them work. Um, So the place is covered in dust and they move through it cautiously to a small chapel. Um, We made an accurate examination of the place. The professor saying, as we began, the first thing is to see um, how many of the boxes are left. We must then examine every hole and corner and cranny and see if we cannot get some clue as to what has has become of the rest. I glanced. uh, A glance was sufficient to show how how many remained. For the great earth chests were bulky and there was no mistaking them. So almost half um, the boxes of Special Earth are missing. Um, there's only 29 there Uh-oh. of the 50. Um, nerve-wracking for the um, big, tough, manly um, boys. That means <gasps> he's got more places that he can go. Yeah. Um, oh, I see. So they are literally like his bed. When you were like, he's got plans for them, I thought it was because he was making more vampires. But it's actually well, just... he is so- doing that too. But- uh, oh, well, it's just also so he can get a bit... Yeah, uh-huh. well, he, without them, he's mm. stuck up. He's stuck upstairs, and, the, and he he can't go on the light. He doesn't burst into flames like mm. Buffy vampires. Sparkles, sparkles. But you know, he can't. He he can't stop his aging that way. So he oh. he would die. Like, okay. Um, and, and he's he'll look fucking gross. And he won't have his powers. So he won't be as powerful and strong and sexy. Oh, okay. Um, he can't <laughs> come in like a fire on the wind. He can't. <laughs> Um, so now uh, we're in Jonathan's diaries. They're sort of like looking around the chapel area mm. um, for anything else. Once I got a fright, seeing Lord Godman suddenly turn and look up at the vaulted door into the dark passage beyond. I looked too, and for an instant my heart stood still. Somewhere, looking out from the shadows, I seemed to see the highlights of the Count's evil face. Gross. The ridge of his nose, the red eyes, the red lips, the awful pallor. It was only for a moment, for as Lord Godman said, I thought I saw a face, but it was only the shadows and resumed his inquiry. I turned my lamp in the direction and stepped into the passage. There was no sign of anyone. And as there was no corners, no doors, no aperture of any kind, but only the solid walls of the passage, there could be no hiding place, even for him. I took it that fear had helped imagination and said nothing. A few minutes later, I saw Morris step suddenly back from a corner, which he was examining. We all followed his movements with our eyes, for undoubtedly some nervousness was growing on us, and we saw a whole mass of phosphorescence, which twinkled like stars. We all instinctively drew back. The whole place was becoming alive with rats. Oh, that's not pretty. That's gross. That's some ratatouille shit right there. (laughs) That's Um, disgusting. So they all start panicking, like, ah! Arthur has the bright idea to whistle loudly, summoning Dr. Seward's terriers, who come running over to see the rats. And at first, they're kind of like, ah, we'll get you. Fuck, there are a lot of rats. So the guys are like, look, what if I pick you up and put you in the pile of rats? (gasps) Oh, yeah, I will actually get the rats. Oh, okay. I thought the rats were going to turn on the terriers. I mean, if they've worked as a team, they could. There were a lot of rats. (laughs) Come on, guys. (laughs) Gotta think creatively. Um, (laughs) Pull together, It's about keeping those rats in line. (laughs) (laughs) What's that from? It's from... It's a bug's lie. <laughs> oh, the um, gross big yeah. grasshopper. Okay. Because he's like, um, yeah, yeah, number us ten to one. It's not about food. 
It's about keeping those ants. <laughs> That's a banging film. That's a good film. Yeah. Did you scary. ever see that film Ants? Yes. Which is like the knockoff animation version. style. And it was just it was a bug's life. Yeah. But not as good. Yeah, but scary and gross. Yeah. yeah. And keeping like, those ants in line. Yeah. Keep it's about ants. keeping those rats in line. Keep those rats in line. That's what we do. <clears throat> So they have a search of the house, but find nothing else. So head back home to bed, um, all happy that they have at least made a discovery. They really like making discoveries and then just like, why don't you just fucking put your pieces of wafer in those coffin bits now? <laughs> yeah. Yay, we'll do it later. Seal them in. Okay. Like touch oven the bastards with their own vampiriness. <laughs> well, it's only, it's only Dracula so far. Okay, well, Dutch oven Dracula. Well, he's not in there. Oh, well then, yeah, why would they put wafer in there then? So he can't come back to it. Ah, it, so duff, Dutch oven <laughs> So when he goes to bed, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, it's oh. So stinky in there. Oh, it's so stinky <laughs> with holy crap. <laughs> yeah, just fill it with wafers. Oh, all over my bed. Oh, <laughs> you know when you get home, you have shit all over your bed. Oh, oh. fucking hell, I can't even. But it's touch not even it. like like dirty washing. You can yeah. just kick off on the floor. It's like someone's actually got up and diarrhoeaed in your bed. Yeah. You can't get in it. You can't, you can't. That's the equivalent. Like, diarrhoea oh. with mouse traps. Diarrhoea with mouse traps, bro- broken glass, and yeah. sliced up chilies. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and ca- chops up lemons. Yeah, just like. Yeah. <sighs> and bits of paper. <laughs> 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 I'm so unimpressed. I am so, so annoyed right now. <laughs> Bastards. I wanted to go to bed, guys. I'm not going to get my beauty sleep in the morning. I'm going to look fucking haggard. You know what happens when I don't get my beauty sleep? <laughs> my palms get hairy. That's right. Yes. That's right. My palms get fucking hairy. <laughs> you ever had hairy palms? Listen, the cubs are knocking the door. I'm here to see Dr. Seward and fucking Van Helsing. <laughs> I'm angry. You ever been so tired your palms got hairy? It's not something you want to see. It's not pleasant and I don't appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> no. now give me some Transylvanian soil that's not filled with your shit. <laughs> you, you came into my house, which I bought legally, I have your mind. Yeah. You came in and desecrated my bed. Yeah, rude. It's rude. Where are my fucking rats? Where are my pet rats, you fucking cunt? <laughs> They're on my voice. <laughs> my boys. You would be annoyed if someone brought their dogs in and killed all your pet rats. And then shot in your bed. Yes! To oh be my fair. God, I'm 100% on Dracula's side. <laughs> to be fair, the boys didn't shit in his bed. They were like, we've done enough tonight. Let's <laughs> yeah, just back yeah, away. Yeah, to be fair, we killed his rats. We've broken into your house. Yeah, we're going to be fucking him right off. Let's go. Yeah. We'll leave his bed. At least he can have a nice bed tonight. <laughs> oh, ran off. <laughs> we did naughty things. It's just like, be all right there. Why not, why not just finish the fucking <laughs> job? Finish it, you bastards. <laughs> why why are men the worst? Mm. It's fucking Lucy all over again. Like, and there she goes into her tomb. Should we get her? No. We come back tomorrow. <laughs> Let her sleep. <laughs> Let her sleep and get another child. We come back tomorrow with more people. Yeah, this is good plan. Well, you make plan. a bigger fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a bigger deal of it and possibly more people will die. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, you know, we do that night too. What? We still come back the next night. <laughs> we won't get her then either. We just show her what she looks like because it's scary. They just feel like they've got like no energy and they can't see anything through. I think the thing with Lucy is sort of like, well, it's night now. We've established what was, we've established what we thought is true. But we don't want to fire at night because she might win. Oh, so right. So that's why they went back the next day. So like, well, she'll be asleep. She'll be, be less a bear bitch in the yeah. middle of the night. And I'm sleepy. <laughs> 
but it did take him like five days to get to that fucking point of going like oh look she got another kid <laughs> like, what do you know she keeps killing kids they weren't dying I think that's otherwise they might have acted sooner but she was oh. hurting children yeah. and drinking their blood like it wasn't good traumatising them yeah anyway so they've all gone home to bed mm. Mina's diary <gasps> I slept uneasily and thought then it began to dawn on me upon that um, so she's in bed at this point this yeah. is slightly early in the evening when the boys have gone out and yeah. she's lying in bed and she can't sleep then it began to dawn upon me that the air was heavy and dark and cold I put back the clothes from my face bed clothes yeah. um, and found to my surprise that all was dim around the gaslight which I had left lit for Jonathan but turned down came only like a tiny red spark through the fog which had evidently grown thick and poured into the room then it occurred to me that I had shut the window before I had come to bed. I would have got out to make certain on the, on the point, but some leaden lethargy seemed to chain my limbs and even my will. I lay still and endured um, that, that was all. I closed my eyes but could still see through my eyelids. Sorry. Could you? It is wonderful what tricks our dreams play on us and how conveniently we can imagine. The mist grew thicker and thicker. And I could see now how it, it came in, for I could see it like smoke, or with the white energy of boiling water pouring in, not through the window, but through the joinings of the door. It got thicker and thicker till it seemed as if it had become concentrated into a sort of pillar of cloud in the room, oh. um, through the top of which I could see the light of the gas um, shining like a red eye. Yeah. Suddenly, the horror burst upon me. Oh, no! It, Suddenly, the horror burst upon me that it was um, thus, thus that Jonathan had seen the awful women growing into reality through the whirling mist in the moonlight. And in my dream, I must have fainted, for all became black darkness. The last conscious effort which imagination was to show me a livid white face bending over me out of the mist. No, thank you. No, no. You see, this is what fucking happens when you leave the women out. Yeah. Shit goes damn. damn. And Dracula fucking knows you're going to be doing that. Also, fully like, oh, you're breaking into my house. I'm going to go break into your wife. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm going to say break into your wife. Well, I mean, he's got a sense of irony. Yeah, exactly. Just like, I'll see you left you. We do smoke rats. All right, two could fucking play at this. No, right, I'm a... I'm going to get you, woman. Mm-hmm. You got your bitches, I'll get your bitch too. Yeah, see you later. Um, so now everyone is working on their own thing um, to help the cause. Of, and Dr. Seward has noticed a strange change in Renfield. Before he um, said he ate and killed things as he believed he could then absorb their life yeah. and live forever. So we know he wants to be immortal. But now Dr. Seward sees him the next day. He's a lot more sane. He's a lot more coherent than the doctor's ever seen him. Um and he's concerned with the idea of everything he's killed soul and like what he like the kind of like remorse and things like you know mm. I killed these things I'm burdened with them kind of idea oh. why do you plague me about souls haven't I got enough to worry and pain and distract me um, already without thinking of souls he looked so hostile that I thought he was in for another homicidal fit so I blew my whistle the instant however that I did so he became calm and said apologetically forgive me doctor I, I forgot myself you do not need any help I'm so worried in my mind that I am apt to be irritable if you only knew the problem I have to face and that I am working out you would pity and tolerate and pardon me Dr Seward you have been very considerate towards me believe me that I am very very grateful to you I thought it well to leave him in this mood mm. so I came away there is certainly something <laughs> <Sorry>. okay <laughs> I'm leaving 
Good. Um, there is certainly something to ponder over in this man's state. Several points seem to make what the American interviewer calls a story. Um, if one could only get them in proper order, here they are. We will not mention drinking, so we won't talk about drinking anything. Okay. Fears the thought of being burdened with the soul of anything. Okay. And has no dread of wanting life in the future. He's like, that's not a concern anymore. Whereas that was his main thing. Yeah, before. yeah. So no drinking, fear of being burdened with souls, and no dread of wanting life in the future. Very strange. <laughs> Very strange individual. No room. Um... That night, Dr. Seward um, asks an attendant to keep watch over Renfield and mm. to alert him if anything seems wrong. Meanwhile, Jonathan is worried about Mina. She's looking very pale. Mm. Almost. Drained. <gasps> oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, Jonathan has also located Dracula's second house in London. Gosh, mm. two houses in London. Not mm. in this economy. Not in this fucking economy. Not in this fucking economy. Um, so later that evening, Van Helsing and Dr. Seward are chatting um, when the attendant comes running in, saying Renfield has had some kind of accident. Ooh. No, I'm scared. Ah. So Dr. Seward um, is di- Dr. Seward's diary. When I came to Renfield's room, I found him lying on the floor on his left side in a glittering pool of blood. I, d- I don't... I'm just going to flag. I don't think it was glittering, but carry on. I know. It's a, he's not a vampire. <laughs> no, literally. Uh, well, who the fuck put glitter in it then? Like, Why did you bleed glitter? <laughs> Dracula comes around. Oh, my poor servant. Glitter for you. <laughs> you look pretty now. Um... When I went to move him, it became at once apparent that he had received some terrible injuries. There seemed none of that unity of purpose between the parts of the body which makes even lethargic sanity. So everything's just... He's like a fucking broken doll, like... Oh, like all his limbs are broken. Yeah, nothing... You know when, like, if you move someone's arm, their leg kind of... Or, like, you say if you move someone's, like, shoulder over, their legs kind of respond to move in the same direction, like the recovery position. Nothing's responding, like... It's all disjointed and gross. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's grosser. Um, as the face was exposed, I could see that it Sorry, was... Sorry, do you know what he is? Do you remember, like, back in the day, you'd have, like, say, a giraffe or a horse or something, and it would have oh, those yeah. tight strings, and then you'd press the bottom and it would go all slack. He's one of those. He is slack. one of those. Yeah. Um, as the face was exposed, I could see that it was horribly bruised, as though it had been beaten against the floor. Indeed, oh. it was the face wounds that the pool of blood origina- originated originated the attendant who was kneeling beside the body said to me as we turned him over i I think sir his his back is broken Mm. see both his right arm and leg and the whole side of his face are paralyzed he's alive he's alive oh my god i thought he was dead that's even worse no he's alive oh sorry just kill him so they try so yeah Obviously, it's not looking good. No. Um, they do this really weird thing where, like, um, they get him some brandy and stuff and moisten his lips because that's what they do. Yeah. And then Van Helsing's like, we must wait. And then his breathing gets really bad. It's like, they wait for ages while he's like that. And like, then he starts, like, his breathing gets really bad. Like, oh, okay, now we operate. Why did you wait? What? And also, someone has to have a bit of strength in them to be operated on. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't really understand that bit. Maybe so, I skim read it. It made sense if you read it properly. Mm. Van Helsing <laughs> is a terrible medical doctor. Anyway, he kind of comes around a bit. Um, he's sort of like moaning and stuff and then he says I'll be quiet doctor tell them to take off the straight waistcoat I have had a terrible dream and it has left me so weak that I cannot move what's wrong with my face 
Oh, it feels all swollen and it smarts dreadfully. He tried to turn his head, but even with the effort, his eyes seemed to grow glassy again. Uh. So gently, I put it back. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Uh, don't do that. It seems to disconnect some things. Uh. Then Van Helsing said in a quiet, grave Sorry, tone. The head's not connected to the neck bone. Oh, it, it certainly ain't. It certainly ain't. <laughs> it certainly ain't. It certainly do not be. <laughs> so then Van Helsing says in a quiet voice, tell us your dream, Mr. Renfield. Oh. I must not deceive myself. It was no dream, but all grim reality. Then his eyes roved round the room. As they caught sight of the two figures sitting patiently on the edge of the bed, um, he went on. So that on the edge of the bed is um, Quincy and Arthur, who've come down to join yeah. the party. Of course, yeah. Everyone's the boys. Getting around. The, boys, the, the boys. boys, the boys, the boys. Jonathan and Mina are in bed, though. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, They're yeah, asleep. They need an early night. They need an early night, yeah. Quick, Doctor, quick. I'm dying. I feel that I only have a few minutes and then I must go back to death. Or worse, wet my lips with the brandy again. (laughs) (laughs) I have something like... Give me a shot. All right, let's get into this. I have something I must say before I die or before my poor crushed brain dies anyhow. Thank you. It was that night after you left me when I implored you to let me go away. Mm. I couldn't speak then for I felt my tongue was tied. But I was sane then, except in that way as I am... As I am now... I was in an agony of despair for a long time after you left me. It seemed hours. Then there came a sudden peace to me. My brain seemed to become cool again, and I realised where I was. I heard the dogs bark behind our house, but not where he was. Mm. He with a capital H. He came up to the window in the mist, as I had seen him often before. But he was solid then, not a ghost, and his eyes were fierce like a man's were when angry. He was laughing with his red mouth, the sharp white teeth glinting in the moonlight, when he turned to look back over the belt of trees to where the dogs were barking. I wouldn't ask him to come in at first, though I knew he wanted to, just as he had wanted to all along. Then he began promising me things, not in words, but by doing them. He was interrupted by a word from the professor. How? So promising you, yeah, what things? What's, what's going on? By making them happen, just as he used to send in flies when um when the sun was shining. So it'd be all very easily pleased, like, well, what would you like? Flies? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're fucking weird, but okay. <laughs> Maybe it was easy for me. Um, all these lives. Spiders? Um, okay. How about cats? I can't do that. <laughs> You're going to have to ask Dr. Seward. I can't get you a cat. I'm not getting you a fucking cat. I like cats. <laughs> I see what she does with a fucking... Sp- he gives them the flies. Like, oh. Gives them the spiders. Oh. Gives them birds. Oh, cat. Go oh, yeah, birds. Oh. Cat. No. 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 <laughs> He's made friends with the alley cat. Can you get me that cat? No. That's Mildred. <laughs> I like her. You're not touching Mildred, you sick fuck. No, no, not hurt Mildred. She's a nice pussy. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Your end field. Your I'm gonna smash your fucking face. I'm gonna go away for a week or so, and then I come back. You're scary. I'm fucking Count Dracula, and I'm scary. You. Yeah, you're fucking weird. You're a weird guy. Um, all these lives I will give you, I, and many, many, and greater through countless ages, if you will fall down and worship me. And then a red cloud, like the colour of blood, seemed to have closed over my eyes. And before I knew what I was doing, I found myself opening the sash and saying to him, Come in, Lord and Master! <laughs> All day I waited to him. I am the Lord of the dance. <laughs> so he came straight down the corridor. Yeah. Um, all day I waited to hear from him, but he did not send me anything. Not even a blowfly! Oh, so fucking rude! I didn't even get a fucking fly! 
I know what I mean. Bastard. Um, and when the moon got up, I was pretty angry with him. When he slid in through the window, though it was shut and did not even knock, I got mad with him. He sneered at me and his white face looked out of the mist with his red gleaming eyes. And he went on as though he owned the whole place and I and I was no one. He didn't even smell the same as he went by me. I don't even smell the same. I don't even know who you fucking are. I don't are. know who you are anymore. <laughs> I couldn't hold him. I thought that somehow Mrs. Harker had come into the room. Everyone like tenses up like oh. gross. I didn't know that she was um uh, so Mrs. Amina had gone to visit um Renfield earlier that day as well and yeah. she's been a bit like you all right yeah. she's like I'm great she, he's like okay gross I didn't know that she was here till she spoke she didn't look the same I didn't so this his brain's a bit fuddled so now he's gone back in the day when he saw Mina so before mm. the count arrived yeah. Um, I don't care for the pale people. I like them with lots of blood in them. And mm. hers had all seemed to have run out. Ooh. I didn't think of it at the time. But when she went away, I began to think. And it made me mad to know that he had been taking the life out of her. Yeah. So when he came tonight, I was ready for him. I saw the mist stealing in and I grabbed it tight. Ooh. I had heard that... Go on, random, whatever you're called. Yeah. No, I had heard that madmen have unnatural strength. And as I knew, I was a madman. At times, anyhow, <laughs> and being a madman. And being a madman. At times, anyhow, I resolved to use my power. I and he felt it too, for he had come out of the mist to struggle with me. I held tight. I thought I was going to win, for I didn't mean him to take any more of her life till i saw his eyes they burned into me and my strength became like water he slipped through it and when i tried to cling to him he raised me up and flung me down there was a red cloud before me and a noise like thunder and the mist seemed to steal away under the door where did that fart go his voice became away. during the kerfuffle uh, yeah quincy and arthur joined them so they're all kind of just sat there now like that was a lot so he's been nibbling on Mina. Yeah. 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 Where is Mina right now? In bed with Jonathan. Oh, yeah, Jonathan's there. If it really is Jonathan, or if Jonathan can, you know, look after her. Well, exactly. But they know what they have to do. They have to get into Mina and Jonathan's room. Leaving yeah. Renfield. Not dead, I might add, at this point. So okay. they're just all like, poor man. Fuck Mina. Fling her across the room. Ah! Oh, wow. Thank God that part of me's paralysed. I would have really hurt. And so they just leave him there, dying, yeah. alone. Completely alone. No one stays with him. No I mean, one stays with him. There must be, like we were saying earlier, other staff in the They asylum. sent them away. What? Cunts? So they could talk to him. And now they've got that, they're like, shit, Mina's in danger. Fuck this guy. What cunts? This is what happens when you let men be in charge. Yeah, they literally can't also, do more than one thing at once. So they go running off to Mina's room. Um... And that's where we're going to leave it today. Oh! They're going to run off to Mina's room. But I'll give you, I'll tell you for next week. But afterwards, it's sort of like an attendant came to me the next morning to say that Renfield had died in the night. Died alone. In agony alone. I know he ate flies and spiders, but his final act was trying to protect Mina. It was trying to save Mina. And he wasn't all there mentally. Obviously, he was, he was in an asylum. He wasn't in an asylum. He was tricked into letting Dracula in the first place. And yeah, as soon as he's he re- vulnerable. Because he's vulnerable. And as soon as he realised that Dracula was hurting Mina, he was like, fuck this guy. Yeah. I'm going to take this guy down. And he died for it. Died alone and sad and sore and cold. He's Men cold. need to do fucking better. And it's not even, there's no movement like... Oh, and it's so sad that um, no one was there for him. So like, oh, an attendant told me he died in the night. Oh, well. Anyway, pass the eggs. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. Assholes. No one cares. The cunts. 
The cunts. Yeah, that is what they are now known the as. The assholes. Fucking assholes. So, it's leaving on a cliffhanger. They've gone running up to Mina and Jonathan's room. Do we think they'll get there in time? What will they find inside? Could be anything. Jonathan is Dracula. Maybe Mina's Dracula. <laughs> Maybe there's the a load of rats in there. I watched. <laughs> yeah. oh, gross. I watched the um, Simpsons Halloween episode the other nice. day with um, Mr. Burns being like Dracula, essentially. Mm. And then at the end, everyone apart from Lisa and the family is a vampire. And she's like, but we killed the head vampire. And they're like, no, you didn't. And she's like, not you, Dad. You're not the head vampire, are you? And Marge is like, no, it's me. And, um, and Lisa's like, Mom. And she's like, well, I do have the life outside this house you know yeah. <laughs> it's great anyway. that is great um but anyway well the cunts have been cunts they're off to see if mina's all right if she's been attacked by a horde of rats or a vampire or a vampire or both see if know. jonathan's all right as well i mean yeah. are they sleeping peacefully they could be jonathan's yeah. in there with her tonight maybe she's being fucked up by dracula and jonathan's with his three ladies from the original castle could be could be could be, be. be you're gonna have to come back next week to find out guys you are well thanks for listening everyone um, if you've liked what you've heard all the normals check us out on all the socials we'll upload a video of different um, grief stricken palm slapping <laughs> it comes back in, a, in next week's episode as well oh, so it'll be good for you to visualise yeah. and if you really like what you've heard come check us out on Patreon you get a few goodies if, uh, depending on what tier you subscribe to sent to you in the post oh it's a grand old time over there and as always thanks so much for listening guys and we'll catch you next week bye, bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.